What's up, my Boxless brothers and sisters? Today I'm just going to do a, a little story for you. I've had a bit of a podcast block and struggling to come up with a little bit of content. I took on a new job and so been a little busy and a little preoccupied with Israel. I don't know if you all feel that way. I'm really baffled, I think, by a lot of the anti-Semitism in the world. Really surprised that it's out there. And I may do an episode on it, but not today. I did want to share a little bit of praise on the front end. I doubt that my church listened to my podcast, but after I made my last podcast about uh, Not Another Men's Breakfast, you wouldn't believe it, but my church came out with a weekly breakfast on like a Thursday morning or something. And it doesn't look like there's any strings attached, doesn't look, look like it charges money. And I just thought that was fantastic. So praise where praise is due. Very, very pleased to see something like that. So uh, I hope that some of you have had similar experiences. Today I'm just going to do a little story about something very practical that happened to me and hopefully you guys can relate, but it's about the discipline of a father and how it often varies um, or differs from that of a mother. My wife's sister-in-law is in town with uh, her husband and two little girls, and they're a little bit behind us time-wise. I think they're like three and one, and ours are 10 and seven, and we have a girl and a boy. Uh, we were going on a walk, and my boy was pulling, the seven-year-old, pulling the two little girls in the the cart, the, what do we call it, the buggy t- type of thing. And we we're going down a hill, and he's not, he's not walking. He's starting to run. And so I yell at him to to stop running and to walk. And I guess we all kind of stop paying attention. And then we look up. I mean, this all happened in a matter of seconds. We look up and he is almost to the bottom of the hill running and it dumps out into the, not the main street, but a busier street, like a 25 mile an hour street. And it's out of control. And so we are all freaking out, running and screaming and he, the buggy thing kind of goes out into the street a little. My son jumps in front of it and pushes it back and it, it spins and then he pushes it again and it doesn't tip over. So I, I was really quite proud of how he handled the end of it, but I was pretty upset with his disobedience. And so when I got to the bottom, I spanked him and I told him it was because he didn't listen that when I told him to walk, he started running again and that that is what happens, you know, a dangerous situation. So as fathers, I think we're, we're faced with these choices a lot, you know, and we hear these asinine comments from people like don't discipline in anger, you know, take a beat. And it's like, you know, there isn't always time to do that. Right. 
we have to discipline it in the moment sometimes because that's when that's when the message needs to be sent and hopefully we're not doing it out of anger but it's not that's not not always realistic anyhow my wife says to me you embarrassed him and i said well he needed to be embarrassed and and he he will never forget this moment and he'll never do that again either and I tried to embrace my son and tell him that I loved him and that I had done much worse things when I was his age, to no avail. Didn't really get through at the moment, and that's fine. He was upset. He was embarrassed. Later said that daddy hates me, even though I said several times that I loved him. So in the moment, you know, he's just not hearing it. And he really didn't like the idea that we told him he needed to apologize. He did. He didn't want to do it in a room full of people, so separately he apologized to my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law, and, um, and then it was fine. But he had trouble sleeping, and so I'll probably have to sit down with him again tonight and just remind him how much I love him. And I also think that I need to hit hard how proud of him I am about how he handled the end of it, just the way that he, he really tried to, to save them from going into the street, threw his body in front and pushed, pushed, uh, pushed it back. So the point that I want to bring up, I guess, is just the difficulty of being a father. And, you know, we, we have these people telling us that spanking is harmful to kids. <laughs> like my mom is one of them, even though she spanked us and had like a box of belts that she would let us pick from and the wooden spoon and and my granddad her dad had the fanny paddle right that thing that you saw in Days and confused if you ever watched that scene well not that scene that like the entire movie is about them punishing the upcoming freshmen and finding them and and spanking them and it definitely got out of hand right my point being is i'm a believer in spanking i don't do it very often now honestly because I did more when they were younger. Mainly with my son, I barely spanked my daughter. Girls and boys are different. It was necessary. I believe that. Now, it's also necessary to communicate your love and the reason for the spanking. What I don't like, I think, is the heavy judgment from the perfect parent. Because there is none. But there are so many people out there that are preaching these perfect parenting styles as if there is such a thing. And I think that it it leads into another topic that I, I want to get into another time, and that's just how difficult it is for us to be in community. It's not just about timing, because we don't have a lot of time, and I want to do an episode on just how difficult it is to make community because of that. But it also, and and this is coming from a more sensitive person, I don't want to share my dark places with strangers or with people that I'm not sure I can trust, which is almost everybody, even the people that I feel close to now, because we get so set in our ways, I think. We get married, we have kids, we formulate our own opinions, whether they be politically or just controversial biblical things, and we don't really want to tell other people because we don't want to get into a big debate. And we also don't want to expose ourselves to some kind of attack. And there's lawsuits and there's violence and we just want to protect our families. And so we shrink back and we don't talk about things. 
I don't want to hang out with people as much as I used to. Not just because of time, but because I don't trust people. I don't trust, and here I am telling all of you, who knows how many people will listen to this, not many right now, but maybe down the road, <laughs> if people go back and listen, uh, this moment where I'm confessing that I spanked my son and that I believe in that. And did I overreact? I don't think I did. Is it possible that I did? Sure. Are we allowed to make mistakes as parents? Yes, we are. And I think the difference is, you know, we don't harp on the past. If there's something that we need to apologize for, we do. And, and that is huge. I think parents need to be willing to apologize. We also need to be careful when they try to see that as we're on the same playing field, right? Like there's been times where my wife will chime in if I'm in a, an argument with one of my children and she'll say, you two need to blah, 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 right? And, and I tell her immediately, like, that is not the appropriate way to handle this. You can't talk to us like we're the same, like we're two friends fighting on a playground. Even if I am overstepping or mishandling it, you got to tell me that privately. And then we'll, you know, I'll go back to them. And I'll apologize if I, if I feel that that's, that that's true. And I've done that many times. But there are also times where it's okay to disagree. And I think the dad tends to have a heavier hand. And I think that kids kind of need that. There needs to be a little bit of a healthy fear. And maybe that sounds bad, but look, I would rather them be afraid of me and getting hit by a car because they're afraid of what I'll do if they run out into the street without looking both ways. Oh, daddy might spank me instead of thinking, oh, I might, I might get hit by a car because they might not think about that, but they will think about the spanking that they might get. That's the the equation that we have to go through in our heads. Is it worth is it worth it? Is it worth causing our kids to think this way about us if we think that it will protect them in the end? And the answer is absolutely. Absolutely. And and I've gone through several things that, you know, I wish I could have protected my kids from. I got a rescue dog that attacked my daughter, and I completely blame myself for that. Could I have protected her from that by not getting that dog? Yeah, I, I'm not sure of another way. You know, getting rid of the dog sooner or something. I, I don't think that she showed any signs of something at that level. She was a bit nippy, the dog, not my daughter. <laughs> and, you know, what are you going to do with that, right? It's too late. You, can, you, you learn from regret and you move on. But kids, they can make death-defying decisions that they might not have the chance to learn from if you don't protect them from it. And so that's our job. You know, thankfully, my in-laws' kids are fine. And my son is fine. His pride is a little hurt. And I'll do the work to repair that part of it by reminding him how awesome I think he is and how much I love him. 
but I don't think that I mishandled the situation because he disobeyed me, ran down the hill, and put those two little girls' lives in danger. And someone might say the the fear, the scare of their lives being in danger was less than enough. It wasn't. And I'll tell you why. Because there were no cars coming, and so there was no death-defying act. And so I needed to create that. I needed to create the shock of, holy crap, this was a big deal. Why is daddy so upset? Why did I get a spanking? I don't get a lot of spankings these days. Why now? Is it just because I disobeyed him and ran when he told me to walk? Or is it because I disobeyed him and ran down the hill with two little lives in my hands and put them in jeopardy? And I hope that that registers on some level. So my point is that, you know, we we make choices as fathers to discipline our kids for their safety. We're teaching them to be grown-ups. And that means how to make good decisions in the world one day. And until that time, the biggest of those decisions is how do I keep myself from dying? The, the biggest, most common one is how do I feed myself healthy things? And, that's, and those aren't situations to get angry in, although I get angry in those too sometimes. Because it is frustrating when the kids refuse to eat the broccoli. And we have to find a way to make them do it. Because we have to, in, on some degree, force our kids to be healthy. Healthy emotionally, healthy physically, and make healthy choices about their own safety. Anyway, that's about all I got today. Short episode. Just wanted to share a real-life experience. Hopefully you guys relate to it. Be encouraged that you're not alone, that we're all trying to figure this out together. Don't give up. Don't give up. Your kids will notice if you continue to get up, say you're sorry, and try again. Or if you're not sorry, but you tell them you love them anyway, and nothing has changed that feeling, despite how disappointed or upset you were about that situation, that will also leave a lasting impact. Don't give up. And I hope you don't feel alone, because we aren't alone. Even if we're not together, a lot of us are going through the same kinds of things. I hope you're encouraged today. Thanks for listening to The Boxless Nutshell. This is James Arthur, and I'll see you next time.